Oh, and that's what I wanted. And Scoria is a Telbrun. Wait, joke. I literally stepped away. <laughs> I came back and somebody's like, Sam, my stepped name. I, was away. Like, I was like, oh, okay, good. They took care of it for me. I was either going to say uh, Rhett is Arthur or I was going to say Rhett is Paula. I couldn't decide. And Ooh. what was unfortunate is you stepped away and I was like, oh, this motherfucker's not going to get. Ugh. That's so weird that. I swear I stepped away at an appropriate time, but uh, you didn't. Okay. Well, <laughs> fair now enough. I'm mad. Yeah, now I'm mad at you. This is this is your peak, guys, because you're you're in the heat of it, the metagame minute, and uh, this is this is what happens when we're fucking off the air. We're going at it about who fucking said what and where, where they said it and why. <laughs> also, I feel like it's it's worth explaining that poor Milo, his internet yeah. pooped out, and yeah. so. He's not here. That's kind of why we. Uh, yeah, he lives in. Are the, the middle, way we are. He lives in the middle of nowhere, and uh, internet why, is hard. Why does he live in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> it's been like you know. It's been one way since a little man. That's about a beat. You know, right? And that's been metagame minute. It's been a while since you beat Fox. Yes, I know. man. I've, I've, I've almost forgotten that you can't do it. Uh, I'm way better. Yes, man. Have you heard me beatbox? Oh God! For fuck's sake! No, because we're on a podcast. Five years old. Fucking. Let's talk about beatboxing. This is the metagame minute now, son. I know. I started the world since I could. Bentley. You're was that your Caleb is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. uh, we did a bunch of cool shit. Milo's internet fucked off, so we did a bottle episode. Yeah. It was fun. Dash, what episode. was your favorite shit? Ooh. This is the wrong order. Um, my favorite stuff was <laughs> Zoom just asked me if I was playing music. <laughs> <laughs> Because it recognized right. talent. <laughs> now we can't produce this and release it. It's going to. Um, oh, right. Uh, so my favorite thing was I like how we're somehow <laughs> hatching a plan to just mess with Gerald. Um, that is definitely not going to like be seen as like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> it's going to be seen as like, <laughs> well, you're trying yeah. to poach our my general. It's yeah. almost like an act of war. It's kind of funny though, and honestly, like I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, it definitely bringing Adrian. Like when I saw Adrian was drunk, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this is a perfect way to get off some shenanigans that I've been wanting, like that I've been joking about the last few episodes. Because like he's a fucking very powerful being, and he loves like playing, acting, performing, and like a prank is all of those things combined. You know, it's it's fun. It's performative. It can he can he can lean into his you know his flamboyance and his his dramatic personality. Um, so I took my swing, and I am thinking that maybe it will be a problem later. But what's the worst <laughs> oh, that can happen? No, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> we got a powerful dragon on our side. So you know, granted. Uh, the Lord's children can beat one of our best fighters. 
So, you know, maybe we're just going to get our ass beat. If the whole family's going to walk down here and be like, you know what? You're trying to take my throne. She just... didn't beat. We we matched. Yeah. I, I don't know. Seems Even like through the lost. haze of a debaucherous evening, I feel like you lost. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to usurp a throne and take over uh, an army and have our own kingdom and then rule the world with an iron fist and you guys become my thralls because I become a vampire lord and then um, that's the end well, of the game as I win. You become the hmm. vampire lord and we become your trusted servants. Thralls, I you become, become my thralls. thralls. <laughs> you become my thralls. Well, Dash, Dash what consider a, um, oh. that servants are more useful yeah, if no. they retain their you know, free will and their sense of individuality. Like Benny uh, like <clears throat> Benny and the Mummy. For anyone. <laughs> wow, what a what a reference. Great movie. Great movie. Brendan Fraser. Come it's on. almost Rachel obscure Weiss. if the mummy for some reason hasn't become so heavily memed in like the recent years. Um yeah, no. Uh Has I, it? I mean yeah. Oh, I'm out of it. Whoops. Yeah. It's good. It, it's, it's amazing. Great, it is. It is. Movie. It's great. It's a great film. Timeless. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> it's a really good movie, man. Have you seen it? <laughs> have you seen Brandon it? Brandon Fraser. I, I got this meme. Rachel I got this meme. Mr. Mr. Wolf. The other ones. <clears throat> Mr. Wolf. <laughs> um, I what I what I wanted to know was like uh, you upgraded all of your your, your like your twelve soldiers of uh, of cord or whatever. You upgraded all their gear. What does that look like to you, like visually? Like, what what are you specifically thinking? Now that you've upgraded them, like, what does it look like on them? And like, you know, does it have oh, logos the armor? and all? Because yeah, um, you spent like what fifty gold a piece or something on each person. So like six hundred total gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On all Only twelve well men. Equipped. Uh, so they're they're very well equipped now. I mean, they're. Uh, I mean, in comparison, how uh, well equipped would they be to like? Uh, a, a top tier, I guess, soldier in like the army. Uh, they're going to be better equipped. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah they're, they're, uh, I'm training them to be like an elite fighting force. Yeah. So like commandos, if you will, essentially. Yeah. Like commandos or like mm -hmm. Navy seals. Essentially uh, we can use this small strike force and like send them in to like take care of stuff um, what is their what does their gear look like are you going like with an aesthetic you know for cords army or whatever uh yeah um uh well you know I, I don't want them to be like super i don't want it to be like super shiny like you can see them coming like from a ways away because they're you know a small fighting force so mostly black with like some dark crimson kind of uh, aesthetic to it yeah uh yeah the white markings of of you Wolf, yeah. Wolf Team Six. It's Wolf Team Six. Yeah, Wolf Team Six. It's Wolf Force. Wolf Force. <laughs> How many more puns can we make off this? Uh, yeah. Wolfpack. So uh, 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 definitely like more like subdued colors, I guess, mm -hmm. to their aesthetic. Um, but it's really good armor and really good weapons. Everything's sturdy. Nothing's gonna break on them. They're not like your common, you know, foot soldier. They're like gonna be heavily armed. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, and and I know that you would know this, Mr. Wolf. Do you have a favorite recruit? Do I have a favorite recruit? Yeah, as Mr. Wolf, like, uh, sh surely one must stand out above the rest. 
yeah, there was like one guy. Uh, you know, he's he's my he's probably my favorite. And then there's like ten others, and then uh, Riff somewhere kind of near the bottom. <laughs> And I'm just like, ah, you're still a kid, you know? Uh, no, Riff's my favorite. Riff's my favorite recruit. Oh, that's... I mean, if, if you're part of my little militia, I guess. Oh, uh, well, I, I will always... Uh, I'll always go help my friend, Mr. Wolf. Okay, I, I just I just felt like you're more, like, above, like, my strike force. You're on a different tier. I just I just always, like... <laughs> like, I'm... Riff is the friend with Mr. Wolf where, like, if Mr. Wolf gets in, she's kind of like, I hope he gets into a bar fight tonight because that means I get to go kick butt with him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come with our, you come with our, like the original five. That's yeah. They, they go off and they do their own thing. I, uh, any other moments that you really, really enjoyed? I mean, you guys had a bunch of fun RP moments and especially the stuff at the end. Anything that uh, like stands out to you, like as a moment that you didn't think, I don't know, maybe like the story wasn't going to go there or something like that, where you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. Are you talking to everyone? Or, or... Oh, Dash, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, uh... Uh... <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I liked our partying with Adrian. I thought that was really fun. Uh, it's really fun when everyone just kind of goes along with the plan, even though it's like pretty dangerous you know things yeah, that we're I, messing with i like that uh, the next morning alex threw in there your letters have been sent like, like you guys really yeah, fucking yeah, did it yeah, yeah that uh, whole kind of you know what you were talking about what happened in the, in the morning i i take that all as canon as happening <laughs> like just metagaming is there ever a chance that like maybe i could kiss adrian at some point uh yeah 100 percent. good I was going to bring it up during cool. the party, like, definitely, we definitely kissed, but I didn't want to, like, you know. <laughs> so, Rhett, uh, you, you've got your, you, you got your man crush. You got to have, like, a, a, a fun night of partying and letting loose and also usurping the government. Yeah, uh, this motherfucker and, and at the end of the day, my own dinner party. At the end of the day, I think you, the flag should be, like, you know, uh, you know how, like, sideways and then you like you do like the uh like the shadow thing or whatever the heads or whatever you know what i'm talking about you yeah. do that for the lady of, of of the castle and then like that's your flag that you as you your soup the castle it's just like oh, her, that's like, a real shadow slap print. in the face yeah <laughs> my love <laughs> are you what is your intention are you gonna go are you really gonna continue to 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 do the storyline as long as like alex lets you obviously but like well, I mean, what do you mean? Because, like, yeah. Well, like, are are you going to continue to go, like, m try to overthrow stuff? Are you going to continue to maybe to, like, try to, like, get his wife into the Chateau de Magnus, become Mrs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Arthur? Well, for sure, the thing with the wife was, like, I, I think I mentioned it before, but, like, I was definitely going to try and, like, lay it on Gerald himself. And he was such a dick to me, and I realized that it would probably wound his ego greatly if he saw his wife on my arm at the dinner party showing her a great time showing her the exotic ways outside the city walls and all this crazy shit so it's definitely like more of a means to an end with her um and as far as overthrowing the government like i definitely think i made up my mind because like i'm kind of an informant for the dragon council 
And I have been going off the whole time we were in the wastes about like this desire to uphold the law of the land, to fit in with Tirolin and the kingdom of Usama and to show my worth. And I definitely want to show my worth to the kingdom of Usama as a whole and all these types of things. But I kind of think that Gerald can get fucked. And if any information that I give to the Dragon Council leads to him getting fucked over... That's going to be the first words out of my mouth to them. Um, granted, I got to be careful that I don't like betray the chateau, put us in danger. That I don't like. I definitely don't necessarily like want to burn the city to the ground. But again, but it might be a better <laughs> city if Arthur was in charge. But you know, I will take all the toys and go home. So <laughs> you know, back to my chateau. If I can't play with the toys, nobody can, Gerald. <laughs> you fucking Fucker. dick. <laughs> I'll show you what a man does. <laughs> he rides a yeah, goddamn carpet with his wife. Ass. That's what he does. <laughs> um, I really, so yeah, anyway. I really kind of hope that like she becomes uh, m- Mrs. T- uh, Mrs. Arthur <laughs> Magnus. Like I really hope you do like woo her away from him. <laughs> oh, you just almost had a slip of the tongue and said Mrs. Telbrun, and I kind of. <laughs> I like that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, Somehow it swapped around and she can be, well, that, in. She could be Mrs. Arthur Magnus with a taste of Telbrun on the side. You know, like. <laughs> Mrs. Telbrun is the uh, is the Mrs. Doubtfire of the, the of this D and D world. Have you seen that? <laughs> it's it's about this pirate. That, <laughs> let's just say that being a half green skinned lizard milker has its <laughs> advantages with some. Ladies of the court and men of the court. <laughs> any uh, any thoughts of uh, you know what's next? Are are you looking for an adventure, or are you looking to maybe hang out here in town and like do a smaller thing? Like what's on Arthur's mind? Um, I'm on board for whatever. Uh, getting this 800 gold was like felt really good, and I want more gold. I want more riches. I want more fame. Um, but I'm open for whatever. If it's more like getting lit with adrian and like doing tiktoks that we have to clean up later yeah (laughs) issues that we have to clean up later and deal with in a role-playing fashion then great if it's going into the fair the fey woods and making bargains then so be it if it's going to the dragon council lands and negotiating trade like i'm i'm up for whatever it's all it's been fucking great so far and i'm just excited to hang out with my homies Caleb, yeah, Mr. Talbrun, yeah. You had a lot of a uh, lot of cool moments, a lot of calculated moments, like where they were very informational. I think for you as a character, and then obviously for us as a listener, what did uh, what was like one of your favorite uh, parts uh, in I, this in this episode? I have I have two. One one is uh, selfish. One is less selfish. The selfish one is uh, I didn't even think that I could upgrade my little meditation space. Uh, so awesome. I'm really excited to f- figure that out um, or have it spoon fed to me really. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm clueless. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited about, about that and whatever possibilities that brings along with it. That's a cool um, thing. Like that, that the whole base it, upgrade thing is awesome. Yeah, I think exactly upgrading the base. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. Like it's cool <laughs> that like, it's like different little parts for have. each of us yeah. yeah yeah 
it's like fucking Pillars of Eternity for fans of that game. Where you okay. upgrade your so, Caleb, uh, yeah. w- it's like a D&D ultimately, game. what do you want it to look like out there? Uh, you know, I don't want it to really get much more you grandiose, it to look like Edgefield. Yeah, then then that rat, then that uh, little shack, that little overgrown shack. It maybe it's a couple of shacks if it needs to get bigger, but it's um, the yellow barn from Midsummer, and he's gonna burn ooh, people alive inside of it. Maybe I'd be we'll safe. see. My somebody into a bear yeah. skin if you want. I'd yeah. help. Why not? Fuck it. That's sick. A- not Adrian. Uh, Gerald? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And <laughs> Celeste will smile as he burns alive. <laughs> uh, we're getting real sick. I, this is too much for me right now, personally. Um, uh, and then the, the less selfish thing that I'm excited about is that Gerald got, or not Gerald, uh, the gardener got a chance to shine. With, the gardener is is a real person with feelings and and aspirations and, and apparently which he makes apparently a shitload of money retirement. Because, yeah yeah apparently he makes a shitload of money because he straight up fucking shot down arthur's shit he was like fuck you you can't afford me i'm too that good is really frustrating because yeah, apparently he's a talented person um but hopefully hopefully uh when a uh, wolf and arthur's plan comes to home to roost um he will he will join He'll us get in line with the new kingdom of Usama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for Arthur, actually. So suppose this whole thing does go as as you want. Would you then take up residence in in town or would you stay at the chateau? Your girlfriend moving in or what, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Do uh, I have to move my things out of the way or gosh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we're basically connected by a teleportation circle you know it could be one in the so why not have them both yeah i don't know um we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it i mean a castle sounds super sick for a powerful sorcerer and Uh, we know yeah we know it's got a teleportation circle we know it's got a gardener and a paula you don't have a paula at the chateau (laughs) no i've got a willem though that's true willem you're the new paula (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I've got, and I've got. From a henceforth, room. you will be known. I got a smoking room at the castle. Mm. I feel like Gerald probably frowns on that. So do it in his favorite room, whatever that oh, is. Oh fuck yes! Find his on, room with all his of bed. his swords and shit in yeah. it, and just be like, "Is this what a man does? Fuck bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so. <laughs> Why does it make you uncomfortable? He's the one that brought manhood into it. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that was a a drop in an ocean, and you for some reason picked up on that <laughs> because it was highly offensive to Ze- to Arthur. Why? What? Why? Why is Why is Arthur so defensive about his manhood? It's not that he's defensive about his manhood. Well, that's what it sounds like. It's twofold. That he threw. That Rhett is defensive about. <laughs> no, he threw. My active friendship and like, and, and like court, like courtship in the sense of like, I'm trying to bring a certain like flamboyance to our like political relation, and he throws it in my face, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, like I used to come to the Chateau Magnus when it was run by real fucking men who hunted <laughs> monsters, not people who dress in frilly clothes and have swoopy shoes and fucking fly around on your." flying carpet 
I like, was at the Chateau I'm gonna before go it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to the biggest fucking person here because I equate masculinity with size. Like, that really that, got to you, huh? That was all fine. And that, Except, was, and that was like two weeks ago when we played. He's still pissed about yeah. it. And now, it's all fine. He just needs to pay for it. Like okay. all political transgressions, Caleb. Right. This is motherfucking Game of Thrones right now. Okay? <laughs> he crossed a fucking line. He embarrassed me in my house in front of my friends. <laughs> I gotta a- tell you, your friends didn't hold a whole lot of... <laughs> And if it, the flying carpet wasn't brand fucking new and he had smacked on it, fine. Maybe the novelty had worn off by then and I would have been like, okay, I guess he doesn't like having fun. <laughs> but now I know that it's more than that. <laughs> like how you're so buttered about this. <laughs> oh, you hate you fun now? You can't let it go. Guys, it's all in character. <laughs> right. This is all what Arthur is thinking here. During the metagame minute. Oh, yeah. farts. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is here's the, here's the truth, too. Like, really, Rowan, you're getting red. <laughs> no, this is a lie. Uh, <laughs> and here's the thing, too. Like, this is this is something like that maybe stems back to, to Arthur's childhood. Like, growing up in tandem with his sister who was like always the star of the show and like being like hand in hand with her at all times like a lot of the men of the magnus household where he grew up probably did ridicule him a little bit that he would rather spend time with his sister rather than doing what men do i mean Mm -hmm. arthur's not a fighter he's not drawn a weapon once in this whole campaign You know. Oh, we know. Yeah, we're yeah. Aware. No, we're well aware <laughs> of your fighting prowess. <laughs> I'll be 120 feet away, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it used to be further when I could link with the with the uh, pipe and things like that. Yeah. Now you're on your now you're on your your fucking your carpet and you're just kind of like I'll monitor from up here, guys. <laughs> I'm circling good the luck. circling. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think that's pretty good for a metagame minute. What are we at? Like 48 minutes. <laughs> It's about the same as the episode, yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> Alex, anything... Uh, how was it for you as a metagame in it, to, to borrow a ret phrase? Uh, you know, let, let's metagame here a bit. Um, how was it for you to um, kind of take the pivot and do something that... I'm, I mean, I'm sure you came in with a different plan today as a DM before Milo's internet mm-hmm. kind of crapped out. So how was it for you to pivot and all that sort of stuff? I was fun. I was I was happy to do kind of some of this just free flow exploring of the characters and your surroundings to give a little more depth to the city and the relationships the chateau and the city have. Um, I really I'm really enjoying that. Like I said, you know, the lord and the lady and the kids. I put their story together a while ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that we're exploring it, and I think I I don't think that it'll matter. Uh, revealing this but having the gardener you know just having having to interact with him as opposed to just that you know him giving the thumbs up every time was neat because uh he's there to protect that circle if anyone comes in and fucks shit up he will take care of it he's super powerful yeah (laughs) oh no that's that's the whole idea that's why he's always there i think at some point you went there at like 2 a.m or something Mm -hmm. yeah there he was there yeah 
Oh, he's like uh, he's like the the secret guardian of the tomb kind yeah. of thing. Like right, right. N- I've very got a unassuming. Sheet for him. Yeah, where like anyone could show up and he has an answer for it. Wow. Oh, he's like uh, he's yeah. like he- he's like Heimdall. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes. Always uh, guarding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's kind of except sick. I like Heimdall that. got his ass beat. Yeah, at but one he's point, found. So. You know, I think that's a why hobby in that. I think that's why Riff likes him because she was like, I don't know what it is, but I like this guy. And the the, yeah. the fact that he's like a, a guardian that would speak to Riff and be like, Oh, that's what's up. Like, well, yeah. What's and, it gonna? And Rhett, I would say you 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 clocked it earlier. He's absolutely based on Boothby, the gardener from the Hell Starfleet yeah. Academy. That's, <laughs> I mean, if you want to picture what this guy looks like, just look up boothby <laughs> when when you get when you were talking about like when you were given uh scory advice i was like oh it's absolutely boothby like that's yeah. i'm pretty sure boothby said that to picard when he was a young man you know like <laughs> yeah is this in the picard the actual picard no series, no it's in next this? generation no. okay next gen and then he kind of shows up in voyager and i know he shows up in um deep space time i'm gonna have to um look in the yeah room. he's in um He's in an episode with Wesley, like in season like five or six, called like the okay. Something Truth. Okay. Uh, oh, so by I, the way, I sent I sent an image to the uh, Facebook chat of oh, what yeah. Cords Warriors look like now <laughs> that they're like more elite armed. So. Ooh. Yeah, I dig it. It's so good. Just just solid, you know. You yeah, don't want to yeah. see this group of guys coming down the road, like. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I like uh, I like the trench coat style, like yeah. flapping in the rain, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, badass, huh? <laughs> the episode is called "The First Duty." By the way, the first duty, <laughs> the first duty, the, uh, the first duty of every Starfleet officer is to the truth. I was personal truth, historical truth. Super pissed that oh, I lost that yeah. circlet. Great episode. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. super that sucks, pissed but... that I lost that circlet, but. Super, super excited to have my bag with like the 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 pouch of devouring, basically. Um, yeah, and to be adding to that library, like Riff feels really, really good about that. And then to do the whole meditation mushroom trip thing, and kind of like start seeing like the different realities and whatever, and that's something that I'm going to explore far more in future episodes because I'm I. Glad- I, I I wrote it down that I wanted to like meditate and drink that liquid and like see where I was going and then see if I could, could like connect with the house, connect with that vein, that rock, all that shit. Like, I'm glad somebody else cared about that pink rock because that, <laughs> that has been stuck in my mind for a while. I don't know. Riff was like, Riff was thinking, like, I'm going to meditate and trip balls. So, like, what if we go down to that rock that Scory seemed to have a thing about? Yeah. See, like may, may, maybe it's like another, dim- like she was thinking other dimensionally is like, maybe if I like I trip, like I'll see something that I'll see something with the rock that is different than kind of unlock its secrets. What if, what if yeah. Riff, like every time she gets these like animal spirit touches, she gets to like take on animal powers for like a day or two. And then I she just can, be, like, I've got great hops now. I'm just, yeah, dude, dunking you have to jump spell like innate, dude. For don't like, like that for like 20 don't hours, like that you got jump <laughs> and like with the hyena dude with the hyena you got like i don't know i've got bite something Pat about Pat laughter okay because yeah. they laugh oh tasha's hideous laughter like a riff's hideous yeah, laughter yeah. yeah 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 okay and if you get like a 
Yeah, being possessed by that spirit, that was fucked up. Alex, what did, uh, like, have you always had that? I, I mean, of course you've always had that fucking mechanic. It's just, I'm always surprised by the shit you pull out. They're like, do this. I'm like, oh, okay. What, what's he, he's, he must be making something up. And you're like, okay, now, now you're possessed. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why I do, you know, the kind of basic world building, just so I know when these things happen, what will happen yeah. or what would make sense that happens. Yeah. And now you're possessed by the spirit of an ancient elven dominatrix <laughs> known as Froggy. <laughs> Anybody else uh, have any uh, any moments, any questions, anything that really stood out to them before we cap this metagame in it? No, but you all laughed at Arthur's childhood trauma just a little too easily. So. <laughs> Rhett, take us out. Guys, thank you so much for t- sticking with us for this historically long metagame minute. We had a blast. We'll be back here Monday to find out what the fuck happened with all these letters from Adrian. What's going on with Paula? What's going on? City who of kissed Kierland. who? <laughs> yeah. You'll hear it here on Monday. Chaotic Amateurs. Grab your sword. Keep on adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What? Good stuff.